Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Small businesses bring Utah together. They inspire goodness and connect communities. These are their stories from Mighty Main Street, brought to you by the Utah Office of Tourism and Visit Salt Lake. Here's our host, Chris Redgrave, on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome to our show, Mighty Main Street, the faces and places of Utah. We're featuring our small business communities across the state of Utah who are driving our economy and developing our main streets, where we like to go with our friends and family and enjoy a meal or shop. This business program is supported by CEO Caitlin Eskelson with Visit Salt Lake and Managing Director of Utah Office of Tourism, Vicki Varela. I have Derek Dyer with me here, the Executive Director of Dreamscape's Immersive Art Experience. Derek, I appreciate you being on the program. And let me just get your address out there, 110 West Rio Grande Street at the Gateway. Is that right? That's right. And I know that this is an amazing experience that people have and the timing of digital artworks and this, how you manifest this surreal nature of the subconscious in your 14,000 square foot uh, area is going to be so fun to talk about. Give us an idea of what's going on right now and how things have changed since the last time we spoke. So Dreamscapes is an immersive art experience. And so uh, instead of maybe going to a museum and looking at paintings or looking at sculptures, you're actually immersed in the art. And so uh, it's like it's like diving into a painting or diving into a, an artwork where we have uh, 17 different areas that are fully immersive. So that includes sound, uh, we have a uh, we have a partnership with a local essential oil company for uh, smell sense, and so it's a really immersive experience where you get to basically have sort of an adventure through these different lands of art, and so it's a it's an amazing experience. And um, yeah, we if you haven't been there yet, you're missing out. And if you have, you know how cool Dreamscapes is. So how have, how have you changed? Tell me some of the things that you're doing differently now, because everybody has. I mean, we've got, you know, your uh, downtown alliance is doing the open street program and people are doing all kinds of impressive, innovative uh, ways of being able to handle our current situation. So what have you done differently? So with uh, COVID coming, with when COVID came up, we uh, closed down the facility and redid any rooms that were um high touch areas and so like we used to have a ball pit in there in a couple different areas that were really uh more about kind of touching or like a physical immersion uh that would require people to touch the different artwork and so we redid six of the rooms um uh, which they're amazing they turned out you know one good thing that came out of this whole thing is we were able to create this new art uh keeping in mind covid safety standards and so because of that, we have uh, these new rooms that are amazing. 
and uh, just something you have to experience. But we also um, have limited the number of tickets that we sell. So uh, people purchase their tickets uh, for time slots. And so typically you would, you would be able to go into Dreamscapes, uh, not be around other groups or other people. Uh, you would have your time slot. And um, depending on how long you take in certain areas or how long you want to um, be in those different areas, you you might just have the place to yourself, uh, depending on you know um, your group and things like that. So so we've taken a lot of uh, safety precautions. Of course, face masks are required uh, the entire time you're in Dreamscapes. Hand sanitizers in in each of the areas, and so it's a very safe place um, to come and have fun and experience some art. How are you getting the word out? I mean, uh, you know, people are a little. Sometimes a little shy right now. You know, it's all about our consumer confidence, which is extremely important, getting our economy going again. So how are you getting the word out and how are people feeling comfortable? Well, typically people just uh, find us online. Um, we we don't spend a lot of money marketing it. Uh, Dreamscapes has kind of, from the get-go, has gone kind of viral, especially on social media. Yeah, I mean, so we've, we've had tens of thousands of people that have come through um, in uh, since we've opened and mostly the marketing that we've done has just been uh, word of mouth, which is the best kind of marketing because you're hearing it from your friends and family that this was a great experience. And then also through social media. And so Instagram, TikTok, uh, Facebook, you know, um, all of the different social media outlets, people just coming and posting pictures of themselves having fun. And that's really the marketing that we've done has been based on, um, you know, word of mouth mostly. And so, um, uh, but the, yeah, basically, people can find us at dreamscapesslc.org, and there's all there's videos, there's uh, photos, there's more information if they want to learn more about what Dreamscapes is all about, and uh, they can find out more information there. So, Derek, as the executive director, what are your what are your responsibilities? And uh, by the way, I want to ask you, how long have you been with Dreamscapes? So, I am the director of uh, executive director of Utah Arts Alliance, and okay. Dreamscapes is one of our programs, one of our facilities, and. Uh, programs. And so I'm the founder of Utah Arts Alliance. So we've been around 17 years. Um, Dreamscapes has been around three years. Uh, We initially started out as just sort of a um, pop-up project as part of our Illuminate LIDAR and Creative Technology Festival. So that was a couple years ago. We just kind of did a two-day pop-up to see how this concept would, how it would resonate with people and if uh, it would connect with people. Um, and we found that that first uh, Illuminate, we had about 7,000 people that came through Dreamscapes just in the two-day period. It was crazy. Wow. So people responded to it uh, strongly. <laughs> so we went ahead and went to the next phase, which was doing this uh, this build-out of a, of a more um, long-term uh, version of Dreamscapes. And since then, we've been open for about a year and a half. And uh, it, it, there's no slowing down. This last weekend, we had a... We, we were sold out all weekend, and so if you people, people do want to come, we recommend getting your tickets early online, and that way you can block in your time slot, and uh, and you can make sure to, to go when you want to go. How smart was that to make it a reservation where you're, you're not stopping, people can still go, you're just going to make sure there's social distancing so people are comfortable? That was really smart to do that. Um, and building art. I love building art, Any whether it's a mural or whether we do light shows or whatever. I think building 
and especially with our beautiful downtown, I think building art is really cool. Um, tell me about your responsibility your responsibility uh, as the executive director for Utah Arts Alliance. That's a big job. Yes, it is. Uh, so Utah Arts Alliance, we have uh, five cultural facilities. We're opening our sixth next month. Wow. Yeah, so we do a lot. So we have the SLC Arts Hub, which is our main location downtown. That's kind of our headquarters. We have the Urban Arts Gallery at the Gateway. Of course, Dreamscapes uh, also at the Gateway. Um, we also have Counterpoint Studios, which is our music recording studio. We'll be opening the Alliance Theater soon in Trolley Square. Uh, that'll be opening probably in December of this year. And that'll be for now a virtual theater space until we kind of get over this COVID situation. That'll help uh, performing arts groups connect to the community through the virtual art or the virtual theater space. Uh, on top of that, we also have a community radio station, KUAA 99.9 FM. We do uh, many different programs and events, including, like I mentioned, Illuminate, the Urban Arts Festival and mural fest that we do in South Salt Lake with the South Salt Lake City Arts Council. So we do a lot of different things. Um, I have a lot of different responsibilities, as you can imagine, with all those different programs and facilities and events that we do. But we also have a great team. So uh, certainly the team has a lot of uh, deserves a lot of praise for all of the great work we're doing. So, Did you guys get some support from the state? Did you get some grant uh, money, some of the support that we were giving to art institutions? Yes, uh, we we have applied for the Crate in Utah grant, which we haven't heard back from yet, but we um, we receive uh, funding from the state uh, through the Arts and Museums Department. Um, and then we received uh, some different funding from the CARES Act through the state, you know, for like the Safe in Utah, Shop in Utah, some of those different um, opportunities. And that's been very helpful for the organization, for sure. It's been unbelievable what the state of Utah has done, and I'm so glad that you have an appreciation for that. Uh, Derek, I, I have to tell you, I'm glad that you're at Trolley. And look what you're doing at Gateway. Uh, it's so cool that you're involved in these community centers, as I would call them, and especially some of the historic ones like Trolley Square. So I'm glad you're coming up in that part of the that neck of the woods, as I would say. And um, how many folks do you have helping you? Our staff is 30 right now, and we actually have two openings, so we will soon be 32. So a relatively small staff for all the things we do, but um, we're rap- we're a quickly growing organization. So, Derek, congratulations to you. Thank you for being a part of uh, Mighty Main Street today. You were brought to us by Utah Office of Tourism and Visit Salt Lake. That's who's underwriting this program. They want to support organizations like yours and also small business, our, our beautiful nonprofits. Uh, do you want to give us your website where we can go and get these cool tickets and go to Dreamscapes or find out about any other cool art programs that are going on right now? Yeah, to connect with Utah Arts Alliance and all of our facilities, events, and programs, just go to utaharts.org. And so that's really easy to remember. Uh, If you want to connect directly with Dreamscapes, it's dreamscapesslc.org. And so that's Dreamscapes with an S on the end and then an additional SLC. So dreamscapesslc.org. Thank you so much, Derek. All the best to you. Thank you, Chris. Check out today's business interview using the KSL News Radio app or at kslnewsradio.com. Just click on podcast. More stories on Mighty Main Street here on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.